It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Oh, God! Nobody! Nobody's ever... What? Nobody's ever done that! A podcast focusing on AEW. Two! No! That doesn't mean our hosts won't go down rabbit holes and end up talking about other promotions. Let's, let's rewind because I like to go down rabbit holes. But they try to keep focused on AEW. I told you, we can't go down rabbit holes. Join Tanner Lee, Austin Shepard, and Paul Zartman. I don't have control, do I? As they recap this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If we went off matches here, I'd be champion. If, if some bucks were candy nuts, it'd be Christmas all the time. Don't forget to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your other podcast and if you're listening on apple podcast be sure to give the kicking out podcast that five star rating these boys want to be five star kop don't forget to check out kickingoutshop.com it's your place to go for great merchandise from the kicking out podcast that way you can support a great podcast and look fantastic doing so get that dude some pants this is the first boys a rabbit hole in the closing and now let's get right into it it's another episode of the kicking out podcast What is up, everybody? It's Wednesday night. It's April 12th, 2023. So you know what that means. It's a brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Tanner Lee here, along with my co-host, Paul Zartman, and the KOP Predictions Champion, Austin Shepard. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Hey, just let you know the, the belt's missing. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, in did you play Jericho and lose it? No, no, it's in safe <laughs> storage. Uh, the house got pictured because I'm selling I'm, I'm moving uh, way, way. I'm going to Canada, actually. Hey, <laughs> oh, a little bat blue tonight. So we know we know what we know what Shep's drinking. Yeah, no, no. I'm going yeah, to Canada to hang out with Marty McSorley. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a bum, remember, Shep? He's just greatest the hockey player of all time out of Canada. <laughs> Wayne, who? Yeah, yeah. who? <laughs> well, I got. I thought I would uh, join the party tonight. You know, it's been a while yeah. since I've drank on a podcast, and I found a beer I've been wanting to try for a while. I haven't even cracked it open yet. Um, expensive beer, let me tell you, but I think it's going to be worth it. Got a little Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager. Oh. All right. So I've been wanting to try this for a while. I picked up the IPA as well, but I'm a bigger lager fan. So I'm going to drink some of this uh, Broken Skull American Lager. He uh, upgraded from the Steve Weisers to his own his own brand now so that's pretty smart i think yeah yeah. i'm just drinking coffee out of the kop coffee mug good looking mug though that's a good looking mug very nice looking mug let's get the beautiful sound so uh, yeah you you can get your mug at uh, (laughs) kickingoutshop.com i had to i had to open it earlier Um, i know so so the little background of the uh uh the canadian pilsner was uh we hit top 160 in germany right yeah we've been for about two weeks now yeah so so obviously in our little town i just tried to find some um, authentic german beer and i failed miserably now if i lived in the big city like tanner does I'd probably <laughs> well, oh i saw some at the liquor store today but i was like i can't pronounce a lot of that so i don't even know what's gonna taste like so i knew that our canadian fans loved kop especially me right so oh yeah going back to the old faithful when i drove across the border when i was 18 years old 18 or 19 they let you drink in canada back in the day we went to windsor and the first thing we did was have a labat blue in the hotel 
I'm not going to tell you anything else we did in Canada. <laughs> kind of like an off branch Vegas. What happens in Canada, Canada stays, stays in Canada. Uh, I'll tell you some stories offline. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Those Love it. scare but, me. But uh, Cubans are legal in Canada. And that was the first time I had a Cuban cigar. It was great. But uh, oh, good only, stuff. Only time I had a Cuban cigar. Only time. Yes. Wink, wink. Uh, good stuff all around tonight on the podcast. Getting this thing going on, on off the right foot. Uh, before we get into recapping Dynamite tonight, I thought we'd discuss the latest CM Punk news. Imagine that. A, a new week, a new CM Punk um, update. Finally. <laughs> uh, like I said, by the time I get through, uh, you know, one and two, we'll be good. <laughs> I've been saying this since the all brawl out or whatever they called it, right? Yep. That look, it, it probably was was real as a shoot, right? But if these guys get their heads on their shoulders and get back together, they're gonna make a million bucks on this deal. Dax realizes it because Dax thinks a lot like me because we we drink. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think he realizes like. Dude, if we're going to sell out a, is it 80 or 90,000? 90,000, Wembley. If they're going to sell out 90,000 seats, which, you know, they're going to cover some in black tarps because everybody does. But, anyways, if you're going to pack that big of a stadium, you better shock the world. And to put them butts in them seats, you're going to have to have something like this. I think that's the biggest heavy hitting matchup you can have. But here's my counter to that um, as far as which match should be on that show. So speculation is they're still going to have all out the very next week still. So that tells me so far the advertising for all in hasn't said anything about pay-per-view. We got the latest announcement today from uh, Warner Discovery that HBO Max is going to be rebranded into Max now. And have Discovery Warner collaboration. Do you think they run all in on that? Because I'm starting to think so. Do do they if if they do that and have a match of this caliber, they're doing it because they want to pick up their subscribers, right? Because the it, only way you're going to see it is is be a subscriber, whether it's for one month. Right. We're still, I, I, and I have no idea what it costs to be on HBO Plus. It's not $9.99 with ads, $15.99 without ads, and then they have something like uh, even another tier, $19.99. No idea what the heck that is. Cause so where, well, that $9.99 sounds familiar, huh, boys? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty big uh, common number. Got a comment here from Eric on YouTube. He says he hopes they go streaming so he can watch. Yes, yeah. I think I think they're going to go the streaming route. I, I don't see them putting this event just on, on cable for free, but I think they'll go the streaming route and then pay-per-view the following week for All all Out, assuming they are still doing that because that's the rumor. So here here's my point I was trying to make. So, okay, if you're going to do All Out the following week, does it make more sense if Punk comes back, if everybody agrees to do business, does it make more sense to do Punk Omega one on one at All In, and then followed up the following week with Punk FTR versus the Elite at All Out. No, because it's back in Chicago, then, right? Yeah, United Center is the rumor. Oh well, which you, is going to sell out no matter what. As long as you put, if you have Punk, it's going to sell out. So you, United Center probably is what sixty thousand. 
Oh, uh, you know, no, it's the biggest NBA arena, but it's. Uh, I think it's like. Let me see here how many it holds. Of course, it looks like it's for standing room. It gets up to. 23,129. Okay. So I, I still think you, you have Punk Omega one-on-one uh, there back in Chicago. And then you have the Elite versus uh, FTR and, and Punk at, at Wembley. Uh, just because with the Young Bucks um, and FTR, those guys are going to sell you seats. And then you throw Omega Punk in there, they're going to sell you more seats. So – it's all about selling tickets at this point. And yep. that's a bigger draw, I think, right now, especially. And you keep you keep punk out of the ring, off of TV as much as you can leading up to that event. Yeah, it'll be interesting, uh, assuming Bucks and Kenny want to do business with Punk. It'll be interesting if they tell TK no, we don't want to. Does he still bring Punk back? Yes. And just keep them away yeah. from each other. Because yeah. that's the best I for business. So. It, is, it is the old cliche best for business, the the authority storyline there. But you're, you're, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, if the guy's willing to do whatever it takes to get back in the company, you know, willing to be away from the elite if they don't want to work together, away from Jericho or Mox if they have problems, do whatever. Um, because I feel like AEW's got some momentum. They really look like they've got momentum going forward in the summer. And I think they got to capitalize on it with – with how things are going over in uh, in Connecticut over there in WWE right now, so put the put the pedal to the metal and just go and keep going and going because I think the next six months over in Connecticut could be very mm-hmm. odd. It's yeah. really week to week. Is we Vince going to show up or is Vince not going to show up? We don't uh, know what's going to. I think I sent you guys this, and I don't know what Twitter. Social media, I was falling. I get down rabbit holes on my own. Shocked, mm-hmm. right? But somebody actually pitched the idea of the Triple H WWE versus the Vince WWE. Uh, and I can see that more towards Survivor Series, but I mean, those two could go against each other and, and get really personal um, and make some money too. Yep. That, that could be yeah. super interesting. Yep, it's um, so. Put your guys say you're in TK shoes, and we know yep. the Bucks and Kenny Omega's contracts are all coming up soon. Assuming they haven't already signed deal, I think we'd know if they extended deals or signed new deals with AEW. But so they're presumed to be free agents as of right now. So what if you're TK? You're trying to talk this all out, and they pretty much say you bring Punk in, we're leaving. What do you do in that scenario? Man, that's rough. Um, well, hey, know. Vince didn't want the punks the first time. Why do they? Or Vince didn't want the bucks the first time. Why do they want him now? So yeah. they might not. Unless have they're going to go back to New Japan. Unless they're going to go to New Japan and do the Indies again, which I don't think they want to do that because they talk about how they love their family life now that they have a chance to. So yeah, and it, it, unless the buck or unless Vince just wants to. A power move TK and then and bring him in for shits and giggles. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. yeah. We have them, so you can't have them. Type of thing. Yep. Um, 
I do think if it came push push come to shove, though, I think he would choose the elite over Punk, just because you probably you definitely have more years out of those guys, and without the elite, there is no all elite wrestling. Um, right. But hopefully, they can figure it all out, and he doesn't have to make a decision like that, and they can all agree to do business, and and we can be happy as AEW and pro wrestling fans. So. Well, okay, that that's that's pushing it. Uh, I don't think any pro wrestling fan is ever a hundred percent happy. Uh, you got a point. You got a point. Unfortunately, I'm always but... happy. <laughs> well, I was till the till the last two matches of Dynamite tonight, but I'm always happy. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Bissell Dot Blue is not a bad beer. How's the uh, How's the Stone Cold beers? I like it. Yeah, the lager's pretty good. So is it? it... It's four point eight percent. I thought it'd be a little stronger than that. I was but... going to compare it to a. Another beer that was pretty famous. They used to call it the diesel, but it's had, little, some, pretty, it's had some pretty bad press of late. Yeah, it's uh, Budweiser and Bud Light have definitely been in Heimer, in Heimer Bush as a company's definitely been in the press. But uh, yeah, Stoke Cold's here's a caption of the beer, real quick. And then, then Paul, I'll let you get into dynamite. This beer is the ultimate reward for a hard day's work brewed with the best American grown barley and hops. Broken skull American lager goes down as easy as th- a three day weekend. Cheers to those who are out there earning it. Sounds like something Stone Cold would say. Yeah. 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 Now, you, would you buy it again? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to try the IPA next week because I'm not a huge IPA guy. So that could be an interesting review. But uh, <laughs> let's say out of 10, I'd give this, I'd give this a 7 8. Uh, the bat boo is, is good. Am I gonna drink it every night? Only because Marty McSwirley would. <laughs> With that, let's uh, let's recap what happened in Milwaukee tonight. Shall it's we? gone now, by the way. I, I was gonna go down one more rabbit hole before. Okay, we go for it. Go for it. And uh, I, I kind of prepped you guys on this so that you you had some oh, time right. to get your thoughts together. Uh, apparently. Uh, the IWC, because, you know, everybody loves those guys, has decided that if you take a picture with your favorite pro wrestler or any pro wrestler in general, you're a mark because you shouldn't get your picture taken with any pro wrestler because they don't want their picture taken with you. I think that's a little overblown. I think it matters on the situation, just like with any celebrity or really getting your picture taken with anybody. Um, I mean, I think as fans... It's our job to pick and choose. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's certain times that are better than others. If they're eating with their families or anything like that, I think it's pretty rude to go up and ask. But if they're out and about, I think it kind of comes with the job. Um, if they're trying to get through an airport. Yeah. Well, speaking of airport, for instance, about a month ago, I was um, in Hawaii and I saw Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills quarterback, and he walked right past me. Small airport, not too many people around. Nobody was harassing him. It was him and his girlfriend. But I didn't go up and ask him for a picture, and I regret not asking for it just because, I don't know, I'm a big sports fan. I kind of regret it. But So I, th- I think uh, a wrestler, celebrity, sports figure, whatever you want to call them, um, I think they'd be more willing to take a picture than maybe sign an autograph, especially because we've seen on the IWC a lot of autograph people a lot of people are stocking wrestlers in, in airports and lobbies and getting stuff autographed just to turn around and sell it on eBay and other auction sites. I don't think that's right at all. But I think pictures are right as long as they're you know, not with their families or eating or anything like that. Well, just just like if you go to some type of convention, uh, yeah. like, like you were just at, Paul. I mean, that's what they're there for. 
Oh, I thought you went. Sorry. Uh, no, I did not uh, get a chance to go. Some some oh. things came up in the way. Anyways, when you when you're when you're at a convention, I mean that's what they're there for. They're there for meet and greets, right? They're there for pictures. So, yeah, if you want to look, if you're a fan of professional wrestling, technically you could be called a mark, right? Right. We all yep. watch it. We're all yep. hooked, right? Yep. Yep. Um, the IWC is 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 a publication, correct? Um, it, it's no, it's the IWC is just a name. Internet wrestling community. That's kind of what people have branded wrestling fans on social media. So, so it's so it's okay. What's the last thing after social media? Exactly. Yep. Who cares? Yep. Who gives a shit of what the nope. media thinks of us? Nope. We do what we do because we enjoy it. Yep. And and, and why? If you want to call me a mark, call me a freaking yep. mark. I don't yep. care. Look, yeah. I, I'm wearing a racing T-shirt tonight. You want to call me a mark because I'm wearing a guy's T-shirt because I, I enjoy to watch him drive a race yeah. car? Call me a mark. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Whatever. We we, we, we earn money to spend it however we choose. We we can like whatever we like. We can watch whatever we want to watch. We can be interested in whatever we want to be interested in. So. I think it's fine. If you if you see your favorite pro wrestler out and about, take a picture with him or her. Yeah. Now, like I, I agree with yeah. Tanner, the guys that sit there at the inner at yeah. the airport gate trying to get you know things signed and stuff. I think Ray Mysterio was uh, kind of went viral yep. a month or two ago saying, like, "I'm not going to sign that." Like, he and Rip and Rhea both, Rhea Ripley too. Yeah. So look, yeah. I, that's different. But if you know. If you're out and about and you run into them, you're in the same city they are, you know, mm-hmm. again, but they're, they're human beings. Like yeah. you said, though, if they're sitting there with their family at a dinner and let them be. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's all. Yeah. Yep. I mean, um, what was it? Two years. It wasn't this past uh, time we went to uh, Indy, but the year before that I stood around, I mean, Tanner, you were probably halfway home by the yeah. time I got out of yeah. the, the arena because twenty twenty one around and uh, ended up getting my picture taken with Cody. You yeah. know, we were chatting for a little bit first, and I said, "Hey, would you mind?" And he, "Oh no, not at all. Exactly. I'd love to." Exactly. See, like something like that, I don't see a problem with. Right. But you know, if you're gonna, some of those people were rushing him, and they're like, oh, "Take your picture with me," and it's like, ask. You know, yeah. they are still humans, right? Right. So. Yep, yeah. good discussion though. Good discussion. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we're all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh without further ado, we're we're 17 and a half minutes in. It's time to get into this week's dynamite. Uh we kick off with Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland. Best and, match of uh, the night. I gotta give my son props for this one. He caught who was in this match. I uh I was still fumbling around and Swerve was coming down to the ring and I didn't catch the music. And I was like, oh, who's Darby taking on? And he goes, it's Swerve Strickland, Dad. Pay attention. <laughs> All right. Hello. Um, we see the match open with Strickland offering Allen a handshake, but his opponent is having none of it. Instead, Allen hits him with the stunner before taking the action to the outside of the ring. Lots of high flying moves as there normally are anytime Darby's in a match. Uh, as we get towards the End of the match, Allen regains the momentum when he performs a hurricanrana to the outside. That was crazy. Oh, my gosh. It was. 
throws Strickland into the ring and hits him with the coffin drop. However, Aubrey Edwards can't count to three due to interference from Brian Cage and Prince Nana. They provide a distraction that allows their teammate to gain the advantage and perform his double stomp from the turnbuckle. Fortunately for Allen, Strickland's ankle gives way and he can't score the victory. After a couple near falls, Allen picks up the victory with the last rights, but the best surprise was yet to come after this match. We'll, we'll talk the match, and then we'll get into the, the the post segment. I thought this was a good opener. These two guys can go. Um, they have a long history together back in the day in uh, Defy, I believe, mm-hmm. um, which which Swerve just lost the Defy Championship to uh, Nick Wayne, who's going to make his AW debut in July, on July 12th, and they're gonna the Defy Championship is going to be on Dynamite, up for grabs on Dynamite when Nick Wayne turns 18, so that's going to be awesome. Looking forward to that. That shows up in Canada, I believe. So perfect for uh, Shep's drinking tonight. Um, but a good match. I, I like this new kind of Mongol feud of the embassy with Prince Nana mm-hmm. and Brian Cage, newly re-signed Brian Cage to AEW, um, which also is interesting. We're seeing some talents re-signed with AEW that were rumored to maybe go to WWE that are deciding to re-sign with AEW now that the old man's back in charge. Um, so... No, I th- I thought that was that was interesting. It's better than Trench and Parker Boudreaux, but Swerve's comments later in the show makes me think they're going to be coming back too soon. Yeah, yeah. Shep, you got anything to say before I uh, I get into the promo segment of this post match uh, segment? Of course I do. <laughs> All right. I I didn't care if Brian Cage ever came back to AEW. I felt that his size and build is right up Vince McMahon's alley. 100%. And I figured he he would swallow him up. So I was really shocked. Actually, uh, if we go back to uh, uh, the last ROH pay-per-view and I made my and I made my picks and literally 6 hours later I wake up and I'm reading tweets and I'm going Hey, if Brian Cage agreed to do business, he's going to drop the the trios ROH belts. I'm going son of a buck. That's why I put eight points on it. I was for sure he was gone. And, but in my thought process, the the trios team that they were going against was just three random guys they yeah. threw against each other. So then I'm going, man, he agreed to do business. Like, come on, you know. So I'm so I was super shocked watching that the, the pay per view when when. Uh, the embassy, is that right? that's what they mm-hmm. call them, right? The embassy, they, they went over. Uh, but again, I, I've i never been a big Brian Cage fan. There's nothing against the guy. He's okay. Um, I thought the best stuff he ever did was when him and Flip Gordon went down to like Australia or something, and they were tag team champions down there, uh, whatever. But um, yeah, I, 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 I I, I am so upset the way Dynamite finished. The last 40 minutes of Dynamite sucked. So I'm thinking, man, they could have moved this match, Swerving Darby to the main event, had it in 15 minutes early, and then had the MJF sting spot, and that's how we would have ended AEW Dynamite tonight. And I'm going to be like, okay, we just elevated the world title. But now... We put the world title in the first segment. 
by the end of the, all this BS, you get you forget about it. Like I, I, I don't understand. And maybe it's because MJF wants to leave it at, at eight. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. But this segment should have been moved to the main event because it was the best segment of the night. And it, you had your world champion in it, and you had a legend of Sting come out. Yeah, the match was great. Darby's not going to make it to 30. I think I've said that 47 times. Um, New tattoo on Darby, too, side of his head. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, good, good for Darby. That, that looks... Painful. painful. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying that this match, like if you moved, if you put Keith Lee and Jericho at the first segment and flip flop put this in the move, I would have, I would have came here a lot happier. I didn't like the way the last two matches ended on Dynamite. It, you'll see it when you get to my rating. <laughs> but I don't feel like I, I guess I get frustrated because I'm thinking. Man, you're trying to elevate your world champion, right? You got a world champion that's got more potential than than anybody, right? And you put him on the first segment of the show, and then you follow it up with a main event that doesn't even come, doesn't even sniff the jocks of, of the first segment. Come on. I, I, I'm trying to think in my head how many dynamites have ended. On a non-match segment, there haven't been too many. It's not a bad thing. If you remember back in the day in the Attitude Era, sure, we got a lot of non-wrestling segments that that ended raw. Well, and, and even yeah, speaking of the Attitude Era, Nitro Bischoff was notorious for leaving here with a cliffhanger. Well, yeah, because week. he wanted stuff thrown in the ring and beer cans. And <laughs> You're right. You're it was, right. It was WCW. They were a bunch of hillbillies. You're right. You're right. You're not wrong. But uh, fun opener, all in all. But the segment that followed it was was the best thing of the night. Yep. MJF, or second best. Um, or second best, depending on who you ask. MJF makes his way to the ring, starts to insult the fans' intelligence, gives Allen props for an incredible match, and encourages the crowd to give it up for him. <laughs> MJF and discusses beating Allen with a headlock takeover at Full Gear 2021 and says the risk taker doesn't have the ability to beat him because he isn't on the level of the devil. Allen grabs the mic, asks MJF if he's happy. He recalls meeting him before they joined AEW, and MJF talking about his problems washing away when he joins a wrestling promotion that has a national TV deal. Allen confesses to checking into therapy during his first year in AEW and encourages MJF to do the same, as it encouraged him to start giving back in order to be happy. He describes AEW as a 15-minute ride and says that he won't lower his morals for fame. MJF responds by calling him an arrogant little boy and says he's tired of Alan, Jungle Boy, and Guevara whining about his morals. MJF continues by saying he's willing to do whatever it takes to be the AEW world champion and leave behind a legacy as the best wrestler of all time. The promo confrontation is then interrupted by Sting, he asked, MJF, Sorry. he asked MJF why he keeps talking about daddy daycare <laughs> and says that it offends him because he sees himself like a cheerleader. Sting then uh, starts throwing pom-poms at MJF. Steve Borden is I, fantastic. Oh, I love this. <laughs> um, then brings up um, Cody daycare. Yes. Uh, he says Cody was MJF's support system, but much like Sting is Allen's, 
Uh, Sting then gives a shout out to Ric Flair for being his support back in the day. Goes on to share his love for Nash and Hall. Sting says his run is almost over, but Allen will become the AEW World Champion because it's showtime. MJF and Allen have the stare down after Sting's speech, and MJF spits in Allen's face and quickly hops out of the ring and runs up the ramp. Yeah, earlier I tweeted from our account, where's Sting when the NBC was getting involved in the match? And Sting's nowhere to be found, but he comes out for this promo, and this is one of the few times I can say that somebody uh, stole a spotlight away from MJF in a promo. And Steen j- did just that tonight. I love the callback. I-, I I love him mentioning Cody, which Cody started to get mentioned more in Dynamite. It's interesting. I like how Dynamite's not scared to talk about their past, even of people who aren't in- currently in the company. That's something WWE doesn't do very often. So I like the mention of Cody. Love the mention of Steen talking about Flair, talking about Surfer Steen, talking about Crow Steen, talking about Wolfpack, giving a shout out to Kevin and Scott. Thought that was really cool. Um, and then talking about Joker Sting, so, you know, acknowledging some TNA stuff there. Thought all that was really good. And he elevated Darby up, too. And he hinted that Showtime's nearing the end, So, which we all knew it's coming to an end. We just don't know when. So uh, really good stuff out of Sting. The guy's more entertaining now than he's arguably ever been. And like I said, I think he's in better shape than he's ever been, too. I was really impressed i thought darby spoke very well his mic skills are getting better and better yeah like that before sting came down the ring his little bit was i'm like damn man that was pretty good um i I was thoroughly entertained by this bit um i i don't i i think you're gonna see uh this feud last throughout the year Especially with Sting involved, I think this is I think this is Sting's farewell farewell tour here in 2023. Yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, depending on when they do the four pillar match, and, and depending on when they do everything else, I mean, I think Sting's going to be involved with MGF for a while. Um, I, you know, maybe a career match. You know, put you put your career on the line and and whatever. But no, I. Again, I thought. That, I'm sorry. I thought this. I thought this match and segment should have ended the damn show. It was that good. It was entertaining. I'm thinking, man, this is where we're going to kick off the show. This is going to be a banger. And it they was. Let you uh, know. This was. This was. This was back at Daly's place when <laughs> Eddie Kingston saved John Moxley from that awesome oh, fire. We got to stop. Man, you went there. Poo. Revolution twenty twenty one. We we can't we can't escape it. Revolution twenty twenty one. Nope. Never. I mean, Paul and I just kicked off this podcast and that shit happened. It's like what is going on? Yeah, I know. It was very hard to cover when that happened. Oh, like- I was I was depressed. Yeah. I remember the, the following podcast. I was like depressed because that show yeah. was awesome until that moment. It just I'm like, oh the company's screwed, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought KOP was gonna end just as quick as it started uh, but uh no good stuff tonight i was sting mjf and darby and i really think we're getting a four pillars match a double or nothing i'd be surprised if any of the pillars lose before then um and i like how they keep sprinkling in you know jungle jungle boy jack perry's watching the match sammy and tay are watching the match they got on an iP- ipad not like an old school little box tv or anything 
Um, so, and they're watching it the right way if they're watching it on the screen. Yep. Yep. They're not trained to watch it at the angle. Um, yep. No, good stuff. I, I It gives me more intrigued into the story. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, up next, we get uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Silas Young. Quick match, Hobbs. Yeah, they did. They did awesome boys dirty tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you uh, did better than that. Yeah, that was, that was I thought he'd at least get a little awesome. offense in. Jeez, that's a former ROH champion. Yep. That is a straight out squash. Uh after the match though, um Wardlow appears on the Titan Tron, proceeds to destroy Hobbs' new car with a pipe. Uh they mentioned a baseball bat. That was not a baseball bat, that was a pipe. Uh, as soon as he's done smashing the windows, he enters a forklift, drives it through Hobbs's ride. That I enjoyed that part. You knew uh, this was forklift. coming when they showed oh, yeah. the car. It's like, all right, yeah. he's get one of those going to come on after this and destroy that car. You knew it was coming. Yep, and and I knew the forklift was there too because you know Wardlow is a big dude. Don't get me wrong, but he is not the big show. He's not Braun Strowman. He's not Mark Henry. He wasn't flipping this thing over by himself. So I knew there had to be a forklift close by, and, and there was. And the security guard he chased off was Charlie. Yes, from yep. BTE. Who, last I knew, is dating Jamie Hayter. Last I knew. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. Right. Dirt cheats. I, I, think, I think instead of the, because it's professional wrestling, right? Anything mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of the forklift, we should have a monster. He should have hopped in a yeah. monster and drove over to the thing. Yeah, we've seen that before. It's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Drove over it and then backed over it. Yeah. Well, I, I like how he didn't shut the forklift off. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept going. That was different. That was that was something new that I had. I don't think that I don't think that's OSHA approved. No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> no, it was not in part and shut off before he got out. OSHA would be very disappointed. Yeah. Um afterwards he makes his way to the ramp uh ends up doing a power bomb to solo looked like he was supposed to go through both tables uh, he, he was definitely supposed only to go through both hit tables. one in his head on the other and it tore the trim off so i'm hoping he didn't gash the back of his head open AEW needs to stop doing these power bombs through a table off the ramp spots they're not mm-hmm. i mean anna jay got hurt for at least a month from one of these on rampage a while back and they they're just hard to execute and yeah, it just I don't know. Not a good look when it's not going well time and time again. But uh I guarantee you Bailey enjoyed the spot. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> yeah. right. She loved him. Yep. Moving on. Um <laughs> we get a promo from the Bullet Club saying that Jay White and Juice Robinson are the best faction in the group. They brag about giving Ricky Starks a beatdown on last week's show, and they assure Mr. Absolute that they're just getting started. White says that they'll take over AEW, and uh, they are Bullet Club Gold. So they're doing the gun sign now, right? And not the yeah. too sweet, it looks like. So. Which, well, well, I, I know Sting did the too sweet tonight, yeah. but, but wasn't there a cease and desist on the too sweet? Absolutely. They executed it. The fingers were in. They weren't out. It was twisted just enough. That he I did, but did, did, but you remember a few years ago in the in the pandemic era at, at Dailies when the Good Brothers were in AW, 
uh, they and the Bucks and Kitty, they did the actual two sweet because they made a shirt of it. And I got the shirt because I'm like, I doubt they make a shirt with that ever again because the cease and desist. So I don't understand all those rules. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I do like, I, I like Jay White still keeping the Bullet Club going, even though he was kicked out of the Bullet Club with, with Scott Finley and everything. Um, but I hope they add more members. You, you need four or five members. Yeah, but don't get it too polluted where the actual Bullet Club is polluted. So, um, But no, it's it's keep pushing Jay White. I like how they have him. They had him on one of the graphics for tonight. They have him on the – he's one of the talents on the poster for All In. You got to treat this guy like the main eventality is. I don't want him to be like a lot of the AEW signees where you see him for a couple weeks and then you don't see him for a month, two months, et cetera. He's too big of a star in professional wrestling in my opinion. You got to – I mean, you got him over WWE. All signs are pointing to him going to Connecticut. And for whatever reason, WWE fumbled the bag. So you got him. Keep him strong. Keep pushing him. It sounds like they fumbled the bag. Big time. Big time. It was handed to him. And they're like, nope. Yep. But uh, so so if we're, we're growing the Bullet Club, if we're growing Bullet Club gold, which will take some getting used to, yep. uh, who do you want to see added to it? Jeff Jarrett? No, that's just, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Jeff, I almost, I almost hit escape on the computer and got, went to bed. Hey, he, he was in Bullet Club at one time, and he loves his gold from his Global Force uh, he experiment. He also in Mexico. And people. Yeah, I, I was just, I was just kidding on that. Um, there is a member of Bullet Club, I think, a free agent. Oh gosh. He wrestles in New Japan. He has th- uh, three initials for his name. I can't think of it now. You're talking about, no, you know, he's not both of a TJP. No, I'm going to, I'll Google it. I'll find it. Actually, there's, there's one obvious guy that is by himself right now that should go to the Bullet Club or back to the Bullet Club, I should say. Who's that? He's by himself right now. Adam Cole. Oh, Adam. Yeah, I I would love that. I think I think he's gonna be in another big. Feud. Well, you throw. Well, I I agree. I agree. He's gonna work with a forty nine or sixty seven year old very <laughs> actor guy. But um, <laughs> I mean, you get past whatever. But I mean, you got him, Jay White, and Finley versus the Elite. That's another very intriguing matchup. Because where did the, at one point where were the elite? Yeah, oh, and they were board. shown as was another former member. Yeah, in the Bullet Club. So I mean, yeah, they, there's there's a there's a million angles. And and where in, where in the hell's the Good Brothers at now? Are they still in WWE? Yeah, WWE. yeah, they're they're on the shelf right now because of AJ Styles injury. Yeah, they did something uh, here recently. They might have been in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal or whatever. El Fantasmo, ELP. I'm sorry. That's what oh, I was trying yeah, to think of. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'd love to see them come over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, I, I got to think they'll add to it eventually, but I'm all for it. I, I like the Bullet Club brand and – this is a, a different variation of it, so we'll see where it goes. I still think we get a two-on-two tag match with uh, Action and Dreddy and 
in Starks, which Action Andretti, it just, I think we all three thought he'd be hot, hot shotted by now, and he hasn't really done anything since he beat Jericho. And I don't watch Elevation or Dark, but I'm guessing he's featured on there a lot. Yeah, and I know he was banged up a little bit. He got hurt in that ladder match, um, I don't know, a month or so ago. That spot with him and Sammy didn't go too well. I don't want to talk about ladder matches. What? No, no more ladder matches for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that actually hurts. If you remember my predictions at the end of 2022, yeah. I really thought he would be uh, what I that international, it? I think. That put international or team yeah. champion. I think he did international. I'm going to go look at those, by the way. Why, why Paul continues to recap the show. I'm going to go look at those. Mine's nowhere close to any. Yeah. Luckily, we're only four months into the year. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think he'd snap his ankle and leg into 46 no. pieces. So, Jeez. And I think uh, I was watching that texting you guys going, I don't get really a queasy stomach at stuff. That was Theismann. So here's here's the predictions real quick. Uh, Ship had MGF as world champ at the, at the end of this year, which so far so good. He had uh, Soraya as women's champ. Could happen. Mm. Dante as TNT champ. That's probably not happening. Not gonna happen. FTR as tag champs. So far so good. Uh, Will Nightingale as TBS. I don't know. And yeah, trio, trios. He had uh, uh, best friends. I don't I, with Danhausen. I think I don't. I don't know what combination. There. I think he did. Yeah, which Danhausen's uh, on the shelf? Death. Yeah, I think it was with Danhausen. Yeah, Paul, he's gonna, be, he's gonna be healthy. Paul had Adam Cole as world champ. Jade as uh, women's champ. Wheeler Yuta TNT top flight tag team. That ain't happening. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Ruby as TBS, and also the best friends, but with Rocky Romero. As trios, and you had Dan Housen as international, which okay. Shep did have action as international. I had Ricky Starks as world champ. Don't think that's going to happen. Jade as nope. world champ. Uh, Jack Perry as TNT. I could still see that. I had uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly as tag team champs. Uh, by the end of the year, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly is going to be back. I don't anytime think so. soon. I had Statlander as TBS. House of Black as trios. So far, so good. I don't know if they can hold it that long. And Ethan Page is international. So, mm. so we'll see. Uh, the broadcast podcast coming from Australia. So, tune in again, saying, what's up, gentlemen? Hey, hey, how's it going? How you doing, guys? I've tried Vegemite two or three different times, and I <laughs> just can't do it. I've tried okay. Vegemite. I thought Vegemite, Vegemite was supposed to be like the best thing for a hangover. It's not. It's not here for me, guys. But I, I give I, it a try. Maybe we should drink some Fosters next week. No, Fosters is not real. Australian. You need Carlton Dry. Ask these guys. You need Carlton Dry. Fosters is like American Australian. Okay. Um, and the only reason I know is I have a buddy that races in Australia, and he's like, "There's no Fosters down here. Like, like that's made up stuff here in America." So. So it's like Outback Steakhouse. Exactly. <laughs> so, broadcast podcast, Carlton Dry and Vegemite. Let's do it. All right. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Back to you, Paul. Uh, yeah, where was I? Um, I don't know. Oh, speaking of the international championship, 
Um, we had Orange Cassidy taking on Buddy Matthews. I really like this match, by the way. I forgot. I, I forgot about this one. When I said Swerve and Darby was a match tonight. This was my match of the night tonight. This one was. Sorry. Jeez, tell everybody. Oh, you, you, you don't change every time we get a new match, Tanner. Yes. <laughs> no, there, there is, there is a couple matches that is not getting my match of the night for sure. So, uh, the last two probably. Oh, I mean, I loved it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shep's always volume. happy. He loved the whole thing. He's giving given a nine point hey, nine tonight. Hey, I turned the volume up. <laughs> the, the day Shep gives any dynamite at nine, anything tonight is going to be the day I fall over. So hey, he'll be finishing out the podcast. Nice tonight, so. <laughs> no. All right. So um, yeah, this match. Um, Apparently, Orange has an injured hand thanks to Buddy Matthews, which happened two weeks ago. We see multiple replays of that attack um, as this match gets started. Uh, Towards the end, Cassidy hits Matthews with a DDT from the ropes, followed by another one to the floor and another diving DDT when they re-enter the ring. However, Matthews manages to kick out of the pinfall attempt shortly after Matthews kicks out of a sneaky roll-up. And another orange punch, which each time orange hit that orange punch, you could tell his hand was hurting worse and worse. Uh, Matthews regains some momentum with some knee strikes, but Cassidy plays possum, picks up a desperation victory with a mouse trap. Yeah, I thought this match was fantastic. I thought Buddy had it. I thought Buddy had it three different times. Oh, I did too. Um, and, and and I was hoping he would. Um, orange Orange's title reign's been really impressive. He. He defends it often, usually has good matches. But I, I don't know. I just I thought Buddy Matthews do. Give him give him a singles title. I thought this would fit him perfectly. I, I really enjoyed Buddy in the ring. I think he's awesome. He's so good. The House of Black's so good. The yeah. whole thing. The the only thing I thought of was is like if they're gonna double title somebody, yeah. it's it's gonna be Alistair. Yeah. Malachi. Alistair. Sorry, okay. Yeah. But no, you're right. But I, I just him. the House of Black, I mean, there's a reason they're over with the fans as a heel faction. They're just all so smooth and so good. And even Julia Hart adds a uh, dimension. I mean, she she went over Anna Jay on Rampage, which kind of surprised me on Friday night. So with the mist, yeah. of course. But um, you see her uh, sister's tweet where she said, uh, can confirm this is what she was like growing up when she got mad too. <laughs> That's pretty good, uh, but it doesn't hurt Buddy at all. I mean, he was saying no. he was this close, so maybe we get a rematch. Um, I gotta think the title's coming off Orange soon. He's had it since November, but he's elevated more than Pack did. And w- where the hell's Pack been, by the way? Um, I feel like I say that often, but uh, waiting um, for Wembley. But yeah, real really fun match though. I, I really enjoyed it. I think I think Pack is one of those guys where he just works when he wants to. Yeah, and we haven't seen him in probably what four or five months, right? No, well, uh, not that long. They lost they lost the best of seven trios ever since then. We have not seen him. Best yeah. of seven was what December? No, anyway. um, it ended in January, ended I believe, because we were at match. Three right in November. In November, November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the worst yeah. of them all. <laughs> well, yeah, if you were there, because well, you yeah. couldn't see because everything was happening on the ramp. Um, yeah, he's on the shelf. Whatever, yeah. he's taking a break. 
I obviously he's gonna he's gonna be at Wembley. Yeah. So. Uh, yep. Well, I saw uh, somebody suggest that Pack should be against John Spears in Wembley, and, and Spears out of nowhere has a rampage match. I'm, I'm excited to read the spoilers when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Rampage is loaded for Friday night. Yes. Yeah. Which is, I'm, I'm glad they're not doing it live because it, it determines on the NBA game. That's exactly why they loaded it up. They did run in from the NBA. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. They, they hope the, uh, the NBA fan around. NBA should be whatever. It sucks. Until what? they bring until they bring the Sonics back. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's my team when they come back, Shep. Expansion. Waiting. That hat has been sitting beside him all night so he could sneak this in somehow. You know that, Shep. I mean, I know I know Tanner's fanism is obviously outside of the state of Indiana because he doesn't root for anybody in the state of Indiana. Except my college, but that's yeah. another Hey, how they, hey, how they do in the NCAA, bro? <laughs> Anyways. But I'm just saying, like, your pro-sport fanism is out of the state of Indiana. So I'm not shocked that if the Seattle Supersonics come back, you're going to be a fan. Why not? I, I, I call myself a Pacer fan, but I, I could care less about the NBA. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I, like, I love college sports. Yep. Pro sports is baseball for me. I'm a Cubs fan, Colts fan by football. When it comes to the NBA. I about baseball tonight. <laughs> Oh, you're a Cleveland fan, aren't you? There, Paul. Yeah. Tanner's lucky I'm talking to him. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, there's just another rabbit hole. We went from pro. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Just pop the shirt, Paul, every time. Just pop the shirt. Rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. So. And why I have this hat on here, it's a bit in one of my other podcasts I do quite frequently. So that's why it sits here all the time. Not just tonight. I didn't think I would ever have to use a, my Seattle Supersonics hat on the KOP, but eh, first time for everything. Yeah. Well. Are we going to climb out now? Yeah. We're out okay. for now. Right. Uh, following the international championship match, we see a spooky, spooky video package um, depicting Christian and Luchasaurus. Christian notes, some things have changed. And that's it. I like it. Simple, Perfect. different look for Christian, the red blazer. Luchasaurus has some red in his mask. At least yeah. it looks red. Maybe it's just dang light. But, and, uh, well, I definitely like on the shoulder plate, there was some red. I like it. Just I'm curious who they're going to go after. Uh, so we'll find out. Hey, some guys. Can I have the pencil behind me real quick? Sure. Sure. Because there's, there's a guy in the other company. His contract's coming due sometime this summer. And then towards the end of summer, we have this big show in Wembley. I Christian, think he's. I think he's too loyal. Christian needs a partner, boys. I think he's too loyal, but. And we haven't got to this point in the show, but there's a Hardy that debuted tonight, and there's some luchadors that are awesome at ladder matches. Oh man. I mean, can you guys put the the, the puzzle together yet? I oh, think I put I, it together as soon as you said a guy I, in another the other company. I think I know him. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, listen, if TK is going to dip into the old daddy's pockets, this could be the time he dips into daddy's pockets. I tried to get him before he came back to WWE. He had talks with AEW first, and then he well, approached Vince. Well, if you if you remember watching Edge's comeback on the network at the time mm-hmm. for $9.99, um, he trained with Cash Wheeler. Was it Cash or Dax? Either one of like when he was working in in, in coming back, WWE sent him a ring, and I think it was Cash Wheeler that was yep. working with him mm-hmm. to get back to the ring ready. They now, both he, were, I think. He also yep. credited his wife because he's like, who, who, you know, what wife could body slam a guy like me? But I got a wife that can. So, but. I mean, there's an in there. There's a connection. Those guys are friends. Come on, let's make millions of dollars. Let's let's sell at ninety thousand people. You know, if he if he's not going to retire and he doesn't want to do business in WWE anymore, you got to at least make the call because to try to fill that Wembley Stadium, you got to literally go all in, chips in the middle, all in, whatever you got to do. Talents not signed from any promotion. Yeah, you got you got to do whatever you can. Have the spirit of the original all in. Yep. Yep. Just I like it. I like it, Shep. I like it. His deal comes up early to midsummer, so. And we're gonna get Goldberg against Wardlow all in. I quit. No, it's happening. I quit. No, it's happening. So I can get my bold prediction right. I quit. Look, if it happens, you need two new co-hosts because yep, I quit. I'll support you from uh, you know the fan side, Tanner. All right. Hey, I I don't really want Bill showing up, but it's my prediction, so I want to I want to look like a genius. CK needs to spend that money on on uh, Edge, the guy you think you may know. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I have an Edge in on this situation. Regular Edge, not new Brood Edge, right? I don't know. I don't know. Christian's kind of hitting Wrestle, it. WrestleMania is pretty good. That was pretty cool. All right. So we come back from break, and uh, we're backstage with uh, the best friends. Trent says that Cassidy is fine uh, before he and Chuck Taylor call out Aussie Open to an IWGP heavyweight tag team title match on Rampage. The show cuts then to Ethan Page in the ring, raining about Matt Hardy. Hook and Hardy's contract situation. He demands answers from Hardy, leading to Isaiah Cassidy and Hardy coming to the ring. Hardy confesses that he manipulated Page's contract and told him that he should have read the fine print, revealing that a victory over Page will free uh, him from his agreement with the firm. Big Bill shows up afterwards, attacks Cassidy and Hardy. Hook shows up, makes the save. <laughs> However, the firm get the advantage once again. Uh, until Jeff Hardy returns to action, saves his brother and his friends from the assault. Jeff beats up the heels with a chair, delivers a swanton bomb, and actually hit it for a change. Didn't look sloppy. And the segment ends with hugs all around. Yeah, I wish I didn't read the spoiler before, and I read from Fightful that he was backstage. 
But I didn't know if he was going to appear tonight or not. But then when this segment was going on, I'm like, okay, this is setting up perfect, especially when the number game was going on. But great pop for Jeff. Jeff Hardy is one of the most popular pro wrestlers of all time. Always will be. Crowd loves Jeff. Good to see him back. Looks healthy. Um, his return last time was cut short. Their run, they were supposed to win tag team titles. Didn't because, you know, he got he had issues with alcohol again. I hope he's good to go mentally and physically this time and he can get that final run with the Hardy boys that, that they deserve and they can do some fun stuff. Maybe um, tap into the broken universe again, get the broken Mac, get Willow, do a lot of cool things. Just hope he's in the right mindset and good to go this time because it was, it was fun to watch him tonight. It was, it, it was a great pop. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they announced a week ago that you know he was doing great, you know cleared all of his rehab, you know cleared everything, and they said you know he's probably three to four weeks out. They made the announcement. And I'm like, okay, you know, good for him. And then all of a sudden they're like, yep. all right, so so they got everybody, and even his brother said he was three to four weeks out. Right. So to have him out there to have that reaction, and you could tell it, it, it hit him emotionally. Hit, sure. his, hit his brother emotionally as well. Yeah, he, uh, Matt was overcome with joy tonight. So, yeah, good, good for them. I I hope he's healthy. I hope he's doing good. I hope his mental state is good. And I hope we see a final run uh, of Jeff Hardy because I've enjoyed him for years. I've enjoyed him for 20 years probably, right? Yep. Um, so I hope, I hope we get to see a final run from him. I hope he does good. Hope, hope he goes to Wembley Stadium in a ladder match against Edge and Christian and the Lucha Brothers. Can you imagine that? I mean, I know we don't have the Dudley boys, right? Those guys are they're done, right? Well, Devon's done, but Bo- Bully's in uh, Impact. Yeah, Bull. I don't know if I like. I'm them. not a big Bully Ray guy, so yeah, whatever. Let's just throw the throw them out of there. Yeah. But, I mean, if you throw the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian versus the Lucha Brothers, take my money, right? Somebody's going to get hurt. I'm just going to say that. It, it, was, it was nice to see Jeff actually run down the ramp and not juke his way down the ramp like he did his last return. That's still he liked me, though. Music the first time, right? Yeah, he was just getting a feel for it. He was just happy yeah. to be out of Connecticut. So, yeah. um, But good to see him back tonight. He had a cool chair, which he designed himself. It was, I mean, he's very artistic, very talented in those, those aspects. So, yeah, yep. good to see Jeff back. And, Excited to see uh, what's next for him and Matt. And uh, it, uh, Hook was involved. And speaking of Hook, I asked Paul this on Friday. Haven't got a chance to pick your brain here, Shep. But we haven't seen Hook in really a not only a long match, but in a big-time feud. Who would be good for Hook to feud with to actually give him a credible challenge? Ethan Page is arguably his biggest challenge yet. Big Bill. Shut up, Paul. Not Big Bill. <laughs> Wow. Hey, I read it right while Shep's You did. So I, did. I had um, to do it. No, I, I, I like the Ethan Page thing. And yeah. I think you could extend that a little bit longer. Um, I also like... Uh, so I, was, I was struggling coming up with anybody. I mean, the, his, his title is off the road. Yeah. Okay, nobody nobody is coming into AEW being like, okay, look, take take. I know this is a bad example because he's 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 held some major titles, but take take Jay White for instance. He's not going to come into AEW and attack Hook, right? 
I understand what they're doing with Luke. They're building him up and 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 giving him little more, little more, little more, little more. I like that. Um, it, you know, you could extend this thing with, with Ethan Page. You could have another match with Big Dick. <laughs> fucking John Morrison. <laughs> um, you, you can have that. Go, go, go ahead and have, it, have a couple matches with John Morrison. That's fine. That doesn't bother me at all. And actually, if you do that with with Hook, maybe maybe have a a match where John goes over. Was that even his name? John Morrissey, right? I gotta look this up. That was his name in Impact, right? I I think it's his real name in real life. William Morrissey's his real name. Uh, He went by Impact, right? He he went by uh, Colin Cassidy, Big Cass. And W. Morrissey. W. John, you're thinking John Morris said. Yes. No, whatever. Mr. Insert Night I'm on TV. I am not going to call him whatever you guys call him. I, I'll always call him Big Cass. Yeah. I'll call him Cass. There we go. We'll just call him Cass from now on. Maybe that's why they went with Big yeah, Bill. He, he went from just Morrissey to Big Bill. Wasn't it W. Morrissey there at the very beginning? Yeah, it was. I think it was William, John, William. Same thing. Sure. You know, because John's short for William. (laughs) Anyways, he's underutilized. I think he could be really good, actually. Eric. I I enjoyed him in Impact, but. Eric, Eric on YouTube said Hook should feud with either Adam Cole or Ricky Starks. And I like both of those ideas. Start with Starks, get done with Starks, move on to Cole. We've had Starks with FTW already. Um, yeah, but he, he buried Starks in like 15 seconds, didn't he? Well, yeah, and that's why mm-hmm. Starks needs to you know, say, look, I'm a little bit more trained now. I'm a little more clear-headed. I'm healthier. I want to do this again. I'm, I'm good with that if the title's not involved. Ricky's above right. that title. I don't want to see the FTW title yeah, involved. So. I just want to see a feud. But I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to take Hook to the next level. Uh, I'm there. Yep. All right. Uh, Kenny Omega cuts a promo from his house, thanking the fans and doctors for supporting him. Says he's been talking to the Bucks, and they've agreed to settle their issues with the Blackpool Combat Club in the ring. Omega says that he and the Bucks can accept being attacked, but he takes their attack on Don Callis personally. He vow- he vows to get revenge on the Blackpool Combat Club before the show cuts to Nakazawa and Cutler's tag bout with Moxley and Castanoli. You know, uh, before we get to the match, I want to say good promo from Kenny. Uh, gave me shades of uh, the cleaner. Um, His hair's getting longer again. I know. Uh, I'm wondering if that's where we're starting to go maybe the cleaner or the bullet club version of kenny which in the cleaner in a sense uh like how he only mentioned adam is hangman adam page is being attacked never i talk to him daily you know none of that right it was him and the bucks have decided to do this Mm -hmm. um that picture of Kenny and Don, man. I forgot I about it too. It's all about that thing until it yeah. showed up behind Kenny again. Good Lord. Yep. Got a pop from a lot of members of the IWC. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Took me back um, to Kenny, Kenny holding all the gold. 
So, mm-hmm. uh, but no, good stuff from Kenny. Kenny was intense tonight. He was. I enjoyed that promo from him. Uh, all right, so we go to the uh, tag match, the squash tag match. <laughs> it was going to be a murder, and I was looking forward to it. For which one, Cutler or Nakazawa? Both. <laughs> uh, so Caston only wastes no time attacking. You, you know, sorry to interrupt you, Paul, but you know this You're is fine. the third time on Dynamite Nakazawa's faced John Moxley in any really? any form. Third time, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would have and never guessed that. I saw that on Twitter night. Ever been on yeah. Dynamite. I was so, like, you know. really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Castanoli wastes no time uh, attacking his opponents, uh, blindsides them during their entrance, leading to a full-scale assault outside of the ring, which sees Moxley mug the elite's lackey with chairs. Nakazawa is busted open, makes his way into the ring. Bell rings. However, he doesn't have the strength to take on Castanoli. Nakazawa does gain an energy boost, but... His attempts to take down the ROH world champion are futile. He's met with a big swing followed by a sharpshooter, a big swing that swung him out of his shoes. Um, Cutler makes a brief appearance, allowing Nakazawa to escape and tag in Cutler. Castanoli brings Moxley into the match. He and Cutler get into it, but Cutler is no match for Moxley's bites and death rider. The match ends with the Blackpool Combat Club stomping and elbowing their opponent's heads until the ref calls for the bell. I enjoyed busted open. I enjoyed Cutler literally having a crimson mask. Literally. Yep. It, he's carried out that mask longer than Cody did in WWE. Oh yeah. It, it, it's time to retire it. It doesn't do anything for the character. Cody did something with it at least. Every other person's done something with it. Cutler just wears it. End it. He's a stooge. I disagree. That's part of his character, and it's probably God. always got to be part of his character. Mask. I mean, the guy's getting a figure for God's sake down the line in one of the one of the lines. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I knew this was just gonna be a murder. It was just just exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Yep. Uh, Moxley grabs the mic and calls out the Bucks and Adam Page and Don Callis. Moxley brags about sending them to the hospital, but they're interrupted uh, by Battle Cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Omega provides a distraction, allowing Matt and Nick Jackson to sneak attack the BCC members and take them to a super kick party. Afterwards, they hit Moxley with the BTE trigger, manages to get out of the ring before Omega can attack him with a screwdriver. Now, they said that was a flathead. That looked like a Phillips to me, but, you know. No, it was a flathead. They they zoomed in, and then right. he, he spiked in the old turnbuckle. Good pop for Kenny. Good pop for the Bucks, for the lead as a whole. Good stuff. Th- this angle's hot. This story's hot. Keep it going. I can they hold off till Wembley? Because if you, if you if you don't do all right, Punk doesn't come back, or Punk doesn't agree to do business with FTR Punk, the elite. I think you got to do some sort of blood and guts. Or, or, or something. Um, I mean, if they really are going to do all in and all out back to back, you got to throw everything about those shows, everything you got. So I know blood and guts are, is usually like May or June, but I don't know. I, th- I think if you can wait and pull it off at Wembley, maybe you do it there. Well, blood, blood and guts is it? Is it a? Is it four man or five man? I think typically it's five, but yeah. they could probably switch it to be four. So you got you got Hangman, Omega, and the Bucks. 
If you're looking for five, there's another guy out there that makes sense. But who do you add to BCC then? Maybe Callus turns with uh, Tineshka. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, because you only got Yuta. Danielson, Claudio, and Mox. And Mox. So you, know, you know, honest to God, who I would love to see at the BCC, he'd have to turn heel, is Hook. He would fit them perfectly with his style. Oh, he would. He would. But I don't think they could do that. But He'd get some uh, some additional training. Not that daddy's not teaching him enough as is, but, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I enjoyed this. I mean, I figured we were going to get something with the Bucks and Kenny to continue the story going forward. And good stuff. Yeah. After the segment, Prince Nana, Brian Cage, and Strickland are backstage being interviewed by Shivani. They verbally take aim at Allen before stating that they intend to get their pound of flesh. Yeah, and you knew what was coming. You knew what was going to happen in the main event. I mean, oh yeah, it's yeah. predictable. Right when I saw the match card tonight, I just didn't mm-hmm. know the order. So, well, yeah. Uh, all right. Up next, uh, it's nine thirty, mm-hmm. and that means it's time for the women's match. We get Riho and Sky Blue taking on the Outcasts, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Uh, as predicted, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm pick up the victory. Uh, congratulations on Sky Blue for becoming all elite. Yeah, good for week. her. So, uh, hopefully, maybe now she'll actually get a couple W's under her belt. Yeah, she takes a lot of L's. Not against the outcasts, that's yep. for sure. Uh, Post match segment, Soraya enters the ring to help her stablemates deliver a beatdown on the baby faces, which leads to Riho getting spray painted. Uh, Jamie Hayter shows up, gets attacked. Um, then Britt Baker makes the save. <laughs> Britt comes running down to the ring, and I thought she was uh, uh, going to provide us with a nice little blooper reel when she slid there. I went, oh, is she going to go under the ring too? I thought it was going to be Titus O'Neil 2.0. Yep. Yep. Luckily, she caught herself, though, and uh, pivoted off of that very quickly. But, uh, yeah, I – same order. I knew nobody different was going to come down. It, I knew we we've seen the same thing for two months here. in a row. That's that's my problem with this storyline. Yeah. Unless they swerve me somehow or do something big soon, it's it's losing me. It's losing it me. Very quickly. Because it's, you know, if it's not Jamie, then it would have been Willow that would have come down. Yep. And Willow would have got attacked, which would have led to Jamie coming down. Yep. What you got? We got Brit tonight instead. What did you guys think of the shield-like triple powerbomb by the Outcasts? Okay, look, I, I'm all for the Outcasts. Don't get me wrong. I like if we can start changing this up a little bit. I like where this storyline's going, but it's starting to seem like uh, Soraya isn't ready to be in the ring yet. She's gone back to that manager position. We're not seeing her have very many matches. Uh, since the threat match she was in. I don't think she's had any, honestly. Um, maybe a couple. But uh, I watched as these three came out tonight. And sadly, with the way the Titan Tron's done and everything else, the only thing that went through my head was, hey, it's uh, the Riot Squad 2.0. I, I with uh, your comment about Soraya there, I think they're using her as a special attraction of the women's division. 
they don't really have one of those, and they're just and they probably are taking her health in consideration too, and don't want to overwork her. Um, I just laughed at triple power bomb the the lightest woman on the roster. They triple power bombed. That's what I yeah. laughed about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shep's Shep's mine. Shep's gone quiet, so that's his comment on on, on the match. Hey, he guys, thirty six minutes ago on Twitter, uh, Uncle Dax posted a picture of an AEW World Tag Team Championship belt, which. I looked at it first. I'm like, yeah, he's posting a picture of his belt, right? But I zoomed in. I'm going to put it up here. I don't know if anybody can see this. If you look at the nameplate, I know the glare is awful, right? The nameplate says Jay Briscoe. So if you listen to any of uh, Dax's uh, podcast, he has a belt sponsor. There's, there's a sponsor on his podcast that does belts. And I, I've looked at them. They're not cheap. But they do literally authentic belts. So he posted that 36 minutes ago, which I thought was random just in the middle of because Rampage is probably being taped right now and he's on Rampage right now. But just throwing it out there, like that's more like this is more entertaining to me than that women's match. And, you know, I'll get shit for it, but whatever. Well, my question to you guys, and I'm a broken record at this point with this, but where. The hell is Jade Cargill? She's like in her whole, you know, when when Cody kind of went off in AEW and did his own thing with Cody verse, Cody universe. That's kind of what I feel like Jade is right now. I am excited for her and Taya Valkyrie. Don't get me wrong, but besides that, like, why can't she be in this mix? I, I don't understand. Why aren't they bringing her up to the main main event scene of the women's division? She's we're only five seeing, and zero. We're only seeing Taya on Rampage, right? Yeah, yeah. She's got another match this this Friday this week. Yeah. I, I just don't get that. Why are they not showing these women on Dynamite? I, it just bugs the crap of me. You got enough time. You can do two women's matches. I mean, one can be a squash, or we you can do more segments than just, I don't know, just not enough. Not enough. And, and I'm a Jade fan. I think she's got the look, the talk. Um, she has got tremendously better in the ring. She's still got a little ways to go, but. but that's what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe they just feel like, she can't go out there and do a 20 minute yeah. match with, with Tyra, which Tyra we know can. Um, maybe they're working really hard behind the scenes on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing I can think of because yeah, I mean, the last four prediction podcasts with me, I'm going, she's dropping that TBS belt. <laughs> she's going, she's getting elevated. And it's cost me like three times. Yeah. This last time it didn't cost me because she wasn't on the card. True. I, I had the same thing happen with MJF. Uh, I had him winning numerous different times and titles, and he never did. So I, I, I know how you feel. Yep. All right. Main event. Yes. Jericho gets this from Swerve Strickland. No, steals the victory. Stop. Stop. Let's start this over. Introduce as the last match of the night. <laughs> Up next, Keith Lee versus Chris Jericho to there close out go. the show. Good job, Paul. Uh, following a hard-fought battle, Jericho gets the assist from Swerve Strickland and steals the victory. Post-match, Adam Cole makes his way out to the ring and uh, gives Jay a post-match, or gives Lee. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 
See, I'm getting distracted now. I don't know. You're talking Jay. I don't even know where Jay came from. Lee, a post-match pep talk. Uh, they exchange fist bumps, make their way up the ramp while Jericho and Garcia throw a temper tantrum and trash talk Cole. Cole uh, overlooks his shoulder at Jericho, kind of mocking him. Does not do the same thing at the top of the ramp. I think he went to, but uh, Keith Lee just kept walking, so he just, all right, I guess we're going back. We're doing the no respect storyline here. That's where Jericho yeah. and Cole are going to double or nothing. Uh, I like Keith Lee's look. I, li- I like the I like the gray. I like how he's just he's just owning it. Um, different look for him. Swerve thing saw that come from a mile away. Um, yeah. They need to put a bow tie on that, so they got to do something with that singles feud, whether it be a dynamite or a double or nothing here in a month and a half. Um, as for the match, didn't do a whole lot for me. Didn't gel as much as I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to be a really good match. I was even on yeah. record staying that last week. Proven wrong. Um, yeah, it kind of, kind of, eh, kind of ended the last two matches with a stinker tonight compared to what we've been seeing the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Chip's got no comment. I think I think you guys were excited about it last week. I, I was. Yeah, I know. I knew Tanner was. I'm just like, I just don't see those two guys meshing. You were right. Completely different styles, and I'm not even throwing the 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 size factor into it. But I don't. I just don't feel a a 53, 54 year old guy can can make it entertaining with with a younger talent his size, but with his athleticism, we've seen him do the springboard planches and all that stuff. Like we know he can do it, but dude, Jericho can't catch him. If he does that over the top, um, Daniel Garcia, especially if like you want to do that to Daniel Garcia to take him out of the match tonight, Daniel Garcia can't catch him. Yeah. Garcia would be out. I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, physics, right? Yeah. It just we'll call it physics. It's 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 freaking uh, what do you call it? Uh, math, mass versus whatever. You you, it, you can't do it. Gravity. Yeah, yeah. you can't do my, it. My problem here is I know Keith Lee's a big guy. All right, I understand that. I know he's got a lot of padding. But if somebody's elbows are going into my ribs, I'm not standing up right afterwards like nothing ever happened. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it just it just wasn't a good it just wasn't it wasn't it didn't mess right like like I Jericho can work with Orange Cassidy. Get yeah, Orange Cassidy's yeah. smaller than Jericho, even though he might be taller, but he's size wise he's smaller. Like that works. This doesn't work. You know now a guy like Swerve can get away with it because Swerve is athletic enough and quick enough where he can work with a guy like Keith Lee. Unfortunately, at Jericho at his age, as much as we love the guy, he just he can't work like a guy like Swerve, right? So it just it just doesn't work. I don't know. And I get the feeling we're gonna get a tag match somewhere before double or nothing to elevate this storyline of Adam Cole, Keith Lee versus Garcia and Jericho. I could okay. be wrong, but okay, and, and you know what? That could work. Yeah. So so let, let me ask you this, Shep. What do you think 
how do you think a uh, feud of Cole and, and Jericho is going to go? How do you think that match is going to play out? Um, it'll it'll be okay because Jericho can still go, okay, and and Adam Cole can dial it down. Is that? I mean, I don't be I don't want to be rude, but you got a guy in his thirties versus a guy in his fifties. Well, and really, it's probably a good first big time opponent for Cole to knock some rust off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I, I get it. I, Adam Cole, Adam Cole's a hell of a professional wrestler, and so is Jericho. But you got to plan out a match that makes them both look good and, and is very entertaining. I think those two can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if if Adam Cole was the size of Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, or Warload, no sir, uh, it ain't gonna work. But it works because Adam Cole's not that big of a guy. Speaking of Wardlow and Powerhouse, they're going at it for the TNT title next week. What do you guys think happens there? We'll probably see a title. It'll be a title change. They, 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 that, that title is a hot potato. I was going to say, I'm tired of hot potato in that thing. Yeah. But that'd make Wardlow a three-time TNT champ, which he'd tie Sammy, which would be interesting. I, I'm guessing the factory costs, costs Wardlow the title. Probably. QTV. There you go. Whatever that is. <laughs> TMZ so, knockoff. Yep. So, yep. Interesting interesting dynamite tonight. I'll, I'll put it in that terms. I, I, I would almost say from what we've had the last, what, two to three weeks, we've had just stacked freaking yep. cards. Tonight I thought was a little bit of a letdown. It was. It, it was. was. And next week's card so far we have two matches. Um, surprised we're getting that woman's tag though. I thought that might be saved a little later, but with yeah. Britt, Britt and Jamie versus Ruby and, and Tony. Yeah. Nope. yeah. They got to do something to try to keep that should going. be good. I would think. And, and speaking of the women's vision, we need, we need Thunder Rosa back. Yeah. I know there's been a lot of hate about her, about her energy. Just, um, I saw yesterday she was in, or maybe it was today, she was in New York City doing something. I mean, I don't know what her status is, but I know she's on. Uh, All Access. Well, yeah, she's on that, but she's on. Busted Open on Fridays. Busted Open on Fridays. Um, I used to tune in a lot to Busted Open, but I don't anymore. But, I mean, I don't, I think we need her back, too, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, uh I was doing some some research, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think in my my pick for fantasy, the fantasy league that you and I are in, Tanner, is uh, on the women's side. I, I don't think she's going to help me out any at all. I've um, had a hell of a week, so I've I've went up from twenty to third. So shut up. I'm in, in the top thirty. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I started doing. I got sidetracked and my ADD kicked in and I don't, I, I never finished it. So well, maybe well, next, to, uh, next quarter, next quarter, I'll get in. There you go. Yeah. To, to fill you in, Shep, I, I, I did uh, include Statlander in my fantasy picks because I, I had heard rumors she was close and then I got looking at her socials. She ain't even close. She's nowhere near ready to come back to the ring. And I'm like, well, there goes all my chances at ever, you know, Breaking the top ten. How, how many people are in that? I think there's forty some. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, yeah it's been fun. I, I, 
you know, I, I, I this is the guy that's in third place. Oh, it's yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm enjoying it this week. I mean, checked. I told him the first time I was like, Hey, you're in the, you know, top 25. I am. <laughs> Haven't even looked. Yeah. I saw, I saw both updates today. I'm like, Oh, I'm in third. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I haven't looked today to see where I'm at. I'm in the top oh. thirty. I'm happy with that. You want you want me to give it give an update? Sure. Let's well, hear where we're at. If you think about it, I'll jump in on the third quarter. But if you think the third quarter is going to have a lot, a lot of uh, big, big uh, events uh, coming yes. up, so third quarter could be crazy in, in a fantasy league. Yeah. Uh, while you're you're getting there, Tanner. So, uh, Shep, what do you think of uh, the backlash Anna Jay's getting for her new uh, T-shirt? Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, oh, uh, it it's got a peach on it. It says "Fat Peach, oh. Bad Attitude." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Which we know what they're referring to with the peach. Son of a bitch! I dropped eleven spots. I'm at fourteenth <laughs> after tonight's show. What the hell? You know what? It's a wrestling shirt. She should. Yeah, not Paul's get... in twenty seventh, so okay. I'm still way ahead of him. Going up six spots. Yeah, you're good. Good job, Tanner. Um, that, that's stupid. If she's getting backlash over that shirt, my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a wrestling shirt. It, it, Same people who are saying you can't take pictures with your favorite star- superstars. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Yep. Next. Yep. I was just trying to bide time while while we were waiting on Tanner to realize he he dropped six spots. Eleven. Eleven. I went up six spots. I'm still twelve spots ahead of you. So hey, you know what? I went up six spots. I I enjoyed that. I'm gonna hey Chad Gable and and Otis. Shoosh, shoosh. We're bringing back the librarians. Oh God. Had to ruin it, Paul. Leave a bait, or had to ruin it. Had to ruin it. Okay. Uh, So, so Shep, which one is he? Peter Avalon or Leave a Bates? Tanner looks a lot like Peter Avalon. He is on my (laughs) fantasy team. (laughs) Yeah, I think we both picked him. Yeah. All right. I didn't even look at it. Is is Peter Avalon like literally the the bottom of the barrel? Yeah, there's there's a category of like five of the worst, and you have to pick one of them. Yeah, yeah. it's like him and Cutler and Nakazawa, Nakazawa and I don't even know the other two. Uh, probably Ryan Nimeth, probably and probably. Oh, okay. Or somebody yeah. else. Peter. The entire Cutler. list of wingmen, and then Nakazawa and Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's just, that'd be depressing to pick, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pick the you know the best of the worst, right? Yep. All right, gentlemen, let's talk about our wrestler of the night. Tanner, go, you go for it, Tanner. Oh, Tanner's starting. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm going with a loser tonight. But I'm going with Buddy Matthews. I think I went with him last week, actually, but I'm going with Buddy again because, <laughs> because he. Uh, I thought he was awesome victory. tonight. Yeah, I thought he was awesome tonight, and I thought he had it. One, two, or three different times, but maybe his time's coming eventually. Probably when they drop the trios, which I'm hoping for a while. That's a pretty good pick. Um, 
I had it right off the bat to uh, sting. Now hey, I got to pick. Hey, Paul, you got you to decide of a different one? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, um, I, I thought I thought when he came out and the way he talked, um, yeah, man. It, again, I think that should have been the main event segment. I'll, I'll beat a dead horse, right? Like, let's do it. Sitting here looking at this, trying to trying to pick. You know what? I'm going to pick uh, Darby. Yeah, still high flying, still trying to kill himself. Uh, good victory tonight over Swerve. I- I'm happy with that. I thought you were going Brother Nero, so you swerved uh, me there. No, that's the easy way. I know. I thought you were going the easy way. I thought for sure. He's not yeah. Brother Nero yet. Yet. Hopefully soon. Yet. Yeah, we'll see something happen, and we'll get broken. He's he's showing he's teasing it a little. Better than being woken. That was yeah. Don't that's a podcast for another day. <laughs> that's a podcast just entitled Rabbit Holes. Yep. All right, let's give our rating, Shep. Ooh, not not good. Um, I don't know what my lowest rating has been on this podcast, but tonight was. Was uh, I'm going 5.1. I thought you were going to go 5.9, so you're way lower than I even thought you were going to be. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's that's failing. That's a failing grade there, Tony. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm a lot lower than I have been the last few weeks, but I'm quite a bit higher than Shep still. Um, I'm going 6.8. And I'm going to come in right in the middle and go 6.1. It's about where yeah. I had it, so. I mean, the last, like like Paul said, the last 30, 35 minutes was just awful. And I wrapped up the last two matches in about 30 seconds. Yeah. And if I, I really think if you would have taken that opening match, and I know, I know they like to keep this, keep the show off great, which they did. It was a great match. You know, it went 21, 22 minutes. And then you got this, you had the Sting segment after that. So it may be extended 28, 29 minutes. Cause just, just right up 30. If you would have finished from 9 30 to 10 with that, come on. We, we, we would have talked about, oh man, how good was this? How good was that? Like, come on. And I, mean, I think poor the whole piece. thing here comes down to, the post segment of uh, the last match of the night, the Adam Cole segment. Uh, I think they wanted yeah. to end the show the same way with Cole doing exactly what Jericho did again. I just don't think Lee got on the same page. He didn't stop when Cole stopped the first time. He didn't stop at the top of the line. I, I'm not saying Lee forgot. Uh, I don't think it was completely explained. Well, really and, and do you guys think I think I think all access is what six weeks? We're in the third week. Do you yeah. think? I mean, they're they're probably ending the show with people that are going to be in that too. That's just my thought for well, the next I, couple weeks. I, I've had all access up, there's, okay. there's no volume up, but I've I've watched it out of the core of mine. I haven't seen Adam. Cole. No Adam nine. Okay, no, that debunks my theory. Now DMD's in there a lot. Yeah. Her and Tony, um, and this is basically 
the episode tonight is basically the Bucks returning after being gone so long. Uh, Christopher Daniels is a producer. Cool. Uh, a lot of inner uh, interaction with them. Soraya has her brother over here, uh, Zach Zodiac. Yep. Um, and he's he's made a couple cameos tonight. Um, I haven't heard any volume because I have the volume down because I'm I'm listening to you two jackalopes. Uh, but <laughs> I've been called worse even today. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it, yeah. I almost want to see like this isn't a rabbit hole, but like you know WWE just shut their door on the old Sarai's brother Zach. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, you're going over to you're going overseas. He's well known over there. Very well known. He he can make an appearance, and I think you know, I don't I don't know what they're going to do by August with with uh, Soraya and her little click, but like an intergender tag, like a like DMD and Adam Cole versus Zach Zodiac and Soraya. Come on, that Zach. sounds fun. That could be fun. Is he still in wrestling shape? Yeah, he's he's still. Is I think he's still working over there. Is he? Yeah, he's. Uh, I know he. If I remember watching the movie, there was a movie fighting where, with the family, fighting yeah, with family, or The Rock produced it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. at the end, um, he was in some bad shape, but I think he's been sober for a couple years now, and just yeah. like Soraya, Soraya had some, uh, you know, alcohol issues, and and and. I think he's doing great over there. He's he's sober. He's healthy. He looks good on on television here. Uh, so, yeah, he mainly wrestles in World Association of Wrestling, which his family owns. Yeah, he uh, he wrestles under the name Zach Knight or Zach Zodiac. Yeah, they got him on. They got him on all access as Zach Zodiac. So, I mean that that would draw some money, you know, Brit and. And Adam versus Soraya and him. Yeah. Yeah. I can get I can get behind that. Adam Cole versus Tony Schiavone with a uh, Britt Baker on a pole match. I was trying to see if he did anything with Rev Pro. It doesn't look like it. Hmm. He he came over he came over with Soraya Page. Yeah. He came over and the two of them had the tryout and they shipped him home and kept her. Yep. So didn't like him at all. It's Vince. What are you gonna do? Well, that's just like you know, uh, in that movie, uh, Selena Vega plays AJ Lee. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. I saw something of uh, him referencing The Rock trying to call him at that Raw because they were shooting the segment at raw and he watched the movie and saw and oh okay you know they're gonna use actual footage yada 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 and then he sees he goes some girl i've never seen before i had no clue who she was is portraying my wife and it just was weird (laughs) i mean that tells you that vince really wanted nothing to do with either of those two if they wouldn't even allow her to come in and portray herself still in the same shape she was when she was in the ring, then you know Vince wants nothing to do with either of them. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's a if there's a bigger bridge for CM Punk to build back to the WWE. Now he's got to build a pretty darn big one to get back into AEW, which we've talked about earlier. But I think that's a that's easy peasy compared to what happened. Yeah, he's not going back to. Yeah, yeah. With all the stuff with the with the Colt Cabana podcast starting it and the lawsuits and the it just snowballed. He yep. ain't going back. And it, it, I don't blame him actually. You know, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, all right, boys. So hold on, hold on. One uh, more. Hold on. Well, I got one more. It's a rabbit hole. Has nothing to do with AEW. So, what's your guys' thought of uh, last Monday night, Cody? Which Cody was brought up tonight. Yeah. Sting said Cody, what, 37 times? Probably like 10 times Sting said the name Cody. Well, we saw him, too, in the Bullet Club segment. They showed pictures of him, AJ Styles. I like that. I like how AEW doesn't run away from that stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought Cody delivered like he – more times than not does on the mic. Very passionate. Got me invested. I'll probably watch his match against Brock at WrestleMania Backlash, which is the stupidest name for a pay-per-view. I don't know. I still call it Backlash. But um, good stuff. I still think they messed up, though. They still should have the title on them. So so uh, Freddie Prince Jr., big old movie star, big wrestling fan, he came out and said today, you know what? If Cody goes over Brock, the WWE do the right thing, and come SummerSlam, Cody will go over that. That that'll work. Now I looked. SummerSlam's in Detroit. Yep, Ford, Ford Field. Field. Yep. Too far from us. No. Nope. <laughs> I looked. There's still a couple front row ish tickets left. WWE wants forty two hundred bucks a ticket. Holy crap! Well, I will be getting married that day, so <laughs> I yeah. I will not be in attendance. Well, uh, neither will I. Neither will I. But I just yeah, know, no, it's throwing it together. But I feel like if you're, they're going to make a spectacle of that at Ford Field. Um, I still I don't think like, they do it. I think I think they do. I think they wait till Philly next year. They make this a whole year thing. It's kind of mm. like John Cena when he lost to the Rock at 28, and they replayed it at 29. And it took him a whole year to build himself back up. I don't know. I, th- I think next year at Philly, you're going to get Rock and Roman at some point. Now, whether or not one of those is the champion, could be. Um, but I think Cody goes over at SummerSlam. I'm, I'll predict it right now. I hope you're right, because I still think they screwed it, though. I mean, oh. I think he goes over Brock. I don't, I don't see Brock beating him, but I, I think they that they had that moment and with the bionic elbow to the crossroads. It was the perfect finish, and then they didn't do it. Well, here's the deal: if he doesn't go over Brock, and Brock goes over, uh, it's we. I will never talk other companies on KOP ever. It's fair. It's fair. All right. All right. If you guys start talking about it, I'll just be like. <laughs> Tip her back. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you do that enough anyway when we I know. I got, I'm, 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 actually, I'm empty. So. I know. I should have brought two of these up with me. I brought one. Well, I've been out for a while. I'm empty, so we'll just we'll have a little. 
have to bring up two. Off the bring up two with me next week. Next week's just you and I, Shep. No, no Paul yep. next week. So I imagine, will not be here next imagine week. the rabbit holes we're getting in next week. Oh boy! Oh god, I can't wait to watch it back. <laughs> where, where, where are you going, Paul? Uh, I will be uh, at the Honeywell Center uh, watching Cheap Trick. Oh, look at you go! Yeah, look at you go. Uh, next week, uh, I'll be here with Tanner, and we'll talk a bunch of smack about Paul. Oh, yes. I got a VIP. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Talk all you want. All right. There will be some talking going on. All right. I expect it. All right, boys. Any final thoughts? Any more rabbit holes tonight? I, not one. Well, yeah, a little bit of rabbit hole. Uh, we talked about it earlier, but how big of a deal is that of – Swerve Strickland putting over Nick Wayne basically puts uh, Rev Pro, not Rev Pro, gosh, Defy. Defy. We're talking about Rev Pro in England. Yeah. <laughs> Defy title on him and then comes out on social media and says, Look, I'm coming for you. Your next defense will be in June when you turn 18 against me on Dynamite. Yeah. July 12th in, in Canada. That's one of the Can- Canadian shows they're doing that. Tour up there, that's huge. I mean, to, and once again, AEW showing off the independents, showing off the indies, having an indie title on their show. I love it. And, and Nick Wayne, somebody I've watched bits and pieces of. Um, he lives up to the hype, and, and, I, and I'm ready for him to be all elite because just another great addition to the depth of this roster. The roster, the talent of this roster is unbelievable. It really bites them in the ass because they can't. I mean, like look at Miro, talented, gets paid a lot, nothing for him. Um, but I'm all for Nick Wayne being all lead. You know, legendary father, obviously. Yep. Um, but has worked his way up, worked a lot of GCW shows, obviously the five shows, and just I mean, kids been working since he's 15 years old. He's 17, going to turn 18 here soon, and as soon as he turns 18 and graduates high school. His AEW contract is in effect. Yep. I love it. You got to turn 18 and you got to graduate high school. So, um, and he's he's had some just banger matches in GCW. Oh, he and Osprey was just stupid last year. Yeah. Stupid athleticism, which I hope Will gets healthy soon so we can see him back he in will, AEW. He will be at Wembley. If he's yeah. not at Wembley, then I will. I want him healthy for Forbidden Door. See, I feel like everybody's forgetting about Forbidden Door. In June, that's gonna be good too. I'm not. Well, Forbidden Door should tell you should start building storylines for Wembley because we yep. gotta sell ninety seats, guys. Yeah, we gotta sell ninety thousand. See, I wanted Saber against Danielson at Forbidden Door originally because we didn't get that last year. Now I'm saying save that for Wembley. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I know they're talking about a uh, Osprey Omega three because of what they had uh, during uh, Wrestle Kingdom, but. Yep. Mm-hmm. We need, we need if if we do this the way we want to do it, we need we need uh, Punk ready for uh, something else. So, Forbidden Door, Osprey Omega three. Here's my last thing, and it, it re- relates to Punk. So, if if you're Tony, do you do you have Punk go both all in or all out, or do you only promise one? Due to the fact that so far Punk is injury ridden. Oh, 
You do you do you do both. You advertise yeah. them for Wembley and then next week in Chicago. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. gotta advertise them for Chicago. Yeah. Okay. It's it's his hometown. Mm-hmm. But you gotta advertise him for Wembley because right. you've got to sell ninety thousand seats. Yeah. What okay, so realistically speaking, I don't think I expect AW to sell it out ninety thousand. I don't know if you guys do either, but what what would be a good number? Fifty, sixty thousand, or are we, we even shooting above that? I mean what so, what was the I saw a bunch of stuff on Twitter last year's SummerSlam. Yeah. They they sold That wasn't at Wembley though. That was the O two, right? No, no, no. No, last year's SummerSlam, WWE, the uh, hard camera side. So the, the, the. Oh, nope. It wasn't. SummerSlam was Nashville last year, Nashville, Tennessee. You're thinking of uh, Clash of um, Castle or whatever it's called. No, 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 no. No, no. Go back to SummerSlam in that last year. Yeah, that's that's Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. The, the uh, camera side. If you look at some of the pictures, it was all blocked out. Yeah, it was forty eight thousand four hundred forty nine. Okay, well that's in that's in the Titan Stadium, which is going to hold. It doesn't hold as much as Wembley does. It's got to hold double of forty thousand people, though. It's got to hold eight thousand. It's I've been there. It's I mean it's good size, but for the NFL, it it only holds sixty nine thousand one hundred forty three. But they had they had they had the whole camera side blacked out. Yeah, that was your 20,000 right there. Yeah. yeah. So I I hope I hope Tony sells that place out and then makes a point to show the camera side like does a 360 view and just like, look, we don't have anybody blacked out. If, if, if they sell that out it, we're in for a special time. Yeah. If they sell that out, there will be no more uh, people being able to question if AEW is legit or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think they've already proven they're legit with what yeah, they've done in four years, especially. Well, yeah, but you you still have those people who, oh, AEW, they're they're gonna you know die out within five years, just like WCW did. Just wait. But if they can sell out. 90,000 or even get to 85. That's going to be great. The cons know a lot of people over there because their affiliation with um, the soccer, yeah. the soccer with, with Fulham. Yep. So they know some heavy hitters over there. That, that might help move some tickets. So it's, well, I, I think they're going to be a big number. I, I'm not saying 90,000, but I think it's going to be a big number. Oh, I'm sure the club will come in regardless. Every fan uh, from the club will come over just because it's TK. So we're, we're we're 15 minutes short of two hours. I got one more. <laughs> we're breaking I got the one record, more, guys. What about was announced yesterday or today? Swerve Strickland going to Triple Mania. Yeah. Um, against Makingo, Commander, Swerve Strickland. I'm missing that fourth one, guys. Help me out. I got you. Help me out. Um, I'll have to get you because I'm I'm in the dark here. Oh, you're gonna tell me this? I'm gonna say, yep, you're right. Um, Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Impact. Yeah. So we got we got Triple A and Vikingo Commander, Mm -hmm. who is just a free agent everywhere. 
Rich Swan Impact and uh, Swerve Strickland AEW. That match could be ridiculous. That will be stupid. Um, <laughs> now, if I was reading some dirt sheets, a lot of those guys uh, were working on Omega on that. Mm-hmm. But Omega had, like, they didn't want to ruin his contract negotiation, so they didn't know where he was going to be at the time. Mm-hmm. So they went with Swerve. Now, I think AAA and AEW's had some, had some uh, budding heads of late, mm-hmm. but they're still willing to send some talent there. Um, and, and Conan noticed that. And, the, you know, Conan can be a little rogue. No. Oh. I'm not uh, a fan. Point. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna tune in to watch that. It, it, it's just like I said, we're blessed to be pro wrestling fans in 2023. Because yeah, even outside of WWE, outside of AEW, even there's so many good promotions and good matches going on, and so many talents that are just waiting for their big break. Unbelievable. And I think yeah. I think I watch. <laughs> you guys are gonna laugh. I think the way I can watch AAA without paying for it. I subscribe to their YouTube channel. I can watch it free on YouTube, but it's in Spanish. That's fine. I know zero Spanish. Trans- Translator. So, I think Turn last time I watched it. Enjoy. So. But, Seriously, turn off the sound and just enjoy the match. And, and at one point, when does uh, Vikingo come... I don't know when 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 he becomes a free agent. Yeah, because Triple A is even really protected over his like highlights and stuff. So no, up up until a month ago, his his work in the United States was not allowed to be streamed. Right, um, and I believe one of the first streaming was in February in South Bend, Indiana, which sure I attended. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came out the day before and said, okay we're not going to black this match out. It's going to be able to be streamed. We, we reached an agreement. And then, because the night before South Bend, Indiana, he was in North Carolina at a GCW show, and they had to black the match out. So, he, I mean, he's a young guy. He's got to be in his mid-20s, I'm guessing. But, we got to see him all elite at some point. I'm just I, I, if he if he's not all elite, I I quit because if he goes to the other company, they he, won't use him. They don't know. How to, I mean, they're using Dragon Lee, okay, but not if he was on the main roster, they wouldn't. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I got one more, one more quick one. I'll make this let's, quick. Let's do it. So. We were talking about blood and guts earlier, right? If it's five on five, yeah. there's another potential member for the elite. That is a free agent. I completely forgot about that right now. He'd make great sense story storyline wise with the elite. Free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, Says he wants to work in AEW at least a little bit. Oof. He's over here in the States, at least was as of a week ago. Man, I got nothing. Paul, got anything? No. Kota Ibushi. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he was over here for Mania Week. Yeah, yep. Forgot he was a free agent. 
Mm-hmm. Now, now he's never worked. Obushi's never worked with them together. That's well. He's worked with Kenny, and he's worked Kenny. with the Bucks as the Golden Bucks. Well, he was the Golden Blondes with with Kenny. Golden right? Lovers, yeah. Golden Lovers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, Golden Blondes was another. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm old. That's another rabbit hole. Yeah, that was another rabbit. But yeah, just a thought. That could be yeah, interesting. I think I think we'll see him in 2023 on AEW television eventually. No, yeah, uh, he'll be he'll be at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Except he and New Japan are pretty rocky, so I don't know if they would want him even against them. I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. Money talks. So had that it does. We're gonna see the New Japan tag team titles on. Rampage, yeah, probably. Aussie Open, man, yeah. awesome. So, yep. looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Best, fr- best, best friends, best friends are going to lose a title shot yet again. Yep, it's par for the course. Yeah, it is. They'll get there eventually. Maybe. I still think Trent's turning on an orange one of these days. Just how he his promos—he's really aggressive and. I just see it. Maybe it's down the line, but that's my prediction. I mean, like tonight, you know, orange is fine. Right, exactly. Orange is like my hand. Yeah. Ah, he's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about him. Yeah. We want to challenge Ozzy Open. Well, I think we got a new record for not only rabbit holes, but definitely a new record for uh, length of a podcast episode. So, hey, good work, good work, fellas. We'll keep a shy of, uh, of 155. All right. All right, so with that being said, I guess that's uh, my time now, isn't it? Uh, I only, always get just, you know, about a minute and a half here, so we'll do this uh, in about a minute and a half. Follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Check out the Kicking Out Shop. It is amazing. We've got some new shirts up there. Kickingoutshop.com. Use promo code SPRING23, all caps on SPRING, for 20% off your entire order through may 31st so shep go buy some uh, kop merchandise come on you're slacking oh I got two more shirts i got stuff in my cart don't you worry yeah mine's All in right. the mine's in the mail well hopefully in the mail the next day or two so yeah probably still being printed <laughs> probably anyway yeah go follow the kicking out podcast on all social media at kicking out pod uh you can see it scrolling across the bottom there if you're watching along with us uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let us know what you think about it. Leave us a review. Listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if it happens to be Apple Podcast, leave us that five star review because we are the five star KOP. And with that, be sure to follow Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee 92. Follow your Kicking Out podcast predictions champion, Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. Be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. And now, boys, be sure to join Tanner and Austin next week as they will be kicking out yet another podcast.